<clears throat> Welcome to In the Doghouse. It is Thursday, May 4th. Exams are officially over. And it's a great feeling. It is. Uh, it truly is. I was on my deathbed all week. But uh, actually, by the time you're hearing this, I'm off my deathbed, but I'm still currently on it because we're actually still taking exams at the time, or at least I am at the time that we're recording. Mm-hmm. But. Like I I'm said, actually done right now. So. Yeah, Noah's done, but I'm out here, you know, doing the best I can, you know, to bring content to you guys. So See, they, they say being a student athlete's hard. What about being a podcasting being athlete? A student bloggers it's, just as tough. It's awful. Uh, by the way, if you ever have to take world literature, mm-hmm. do not take Andrea Spain. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. That's kind of neat that her last name's Spain, and she teaches world lit. She is like the literature Nazi. Like, she's, <laughs> oh my God, she, it was brutal. Worst class I've ever taken, but it's over now. And uh, Is it actually over? It's over. Yeah, okay. it's like officially over. Sweet. Took that one yesterday. 100? No. Okay. Definitely not. But we've got a great show for you. We've got a baseball baseball recap, uh, recap in the weekend against Auburn. We dropped two or three. Um, we're going to preview... Uh, the Texas A&M series this weekend, uh, and we've also got um, some new faces added to the Hale State family. Uh, Mississippi State basketball hired a new strength coach, and we got a couple of new football commits. And uh, we've got a where'd you poop this week coming from one of our loyal <laughs> listeners. So we're going to take you through all that. Let's get right into it, though. Uh, last week we had a great interview from former star Trey Porter, and that was best friend. Yes, uh, gave us some really good insight. He I mean, does actually have a baby. We I confirmed that. I mean, he told us that. <laughs> I just I I guess he he lives his life through Facebook instead of Twitter and Instagram. So I went and found him on Facebook. He he indeed does have a baby cute? boy. It was it was a cute baby. His girlfriend. Is she hot. Or his, his wife, wife. His wife now is um. She was a cheerleader here, I think. So she's so. probably hot. That's neither here or there, but yes. Yep. Um, but anyways, we dropped two of three to Auburn. Top Wait, five matchup. Let's do a bad radio segment. Let me look up Trey Porter's baby. Continue. Um, it was a tough loss. <clears throat> uh, that was Friday was fun. Pilkington was a beast Friday night, and we. This was like the first series where Where's we... the family? Oh, they're adorable. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that baby is tiny. But anyways, <laughs> we didn't have... This was like the first series where we didn't have... We had no pitchers aside from Pilkington. Step up and get it done for us. Um, it finally happened. It happened. The thing yeah, that... I've been waiting on it to catch up supposed to, to happen every game. Finally happened. But... And I think... Hot take... Bad take if you're a Mississippi State fan... I think it's about to just be a roller coaster downhill. Like, um, we've already been through the ups and downs of the roller coaster, and now here comes the big finale, the big drop, and I think it's about to happen. See, I could see that happening, but I'm going to be positive. I'm going to say it's not going to happen. I believe I believe in this team. I I was dead wrong. I admit it. I was dead wrong about Canizero. He's uh, he's SC Coach of the Year. I mean, what he's done is incredible. Um, Three. Position players have wins as pitchers. That's I don't know remarkable. if that's ever happened. Ever. Uh, there's some guys that have been like two-way players that 
get like I mean have multiple wins a year. But I don't think I've ever seen literally three position players the year before that played. Well, Cole Gordon. It's not like they're pit like yeah, their position players that yeah. are having to pitch. Like Cole Gordon typically would never pitch. He Jake is, wouldn't pitch, and Brant Blaylock definitely wouldn't pitch. He didn't pitch in high school. They heck no, he didn't pitch in high school. Pitched, Spencer Price was the fourth best pitcher on their team in high school. Yeah. Uh, he did. He did pitch for his uh, summer team, so he has some experience, but not any high school experience. Um, we're still in contention for the for the SEC title, though, which still is at a three way tie. Which is, uh, I was talking to one of the one of our good friends, of the show Jake Mangum, uh, who says, you know, if we win win the SEC title, they should make a movie about this team. They should definitely. Um, that that's just the. All the injuries, and they just continue to fight to find ways to win games, even though they dropped two or three this weekend. Auburn's a really, really good team. Uh, they're a top five team. We didn't even drop – I don't think we dropped any in the polls. Hey, did you know that that Dylan Ingram played at Mississippi State for a year? That hit that hit two home runs all weekend? A terrible first baseman, defensive first baseman? I didn't know that. Yeah, he was at Mississippi State like two years ago. Well, how about that? I didn't know that either. Didn't Do you know I? that their head coach was our pitching coach? Butch Thompson. I don't I, know if you knew that. People I, forget. I didn't know that. Uh, we'd suffered a, the Stovall injury. That was the biggest loss in the uh, weekend. Yeah, I like Harrison Bragg's bat. Defensively, not as much. I like having Stovall down there at the bottom of the lineup. You know, I, he's a proven hitter. You know, he's got a lot of experience, even though he's been injured. He's had the worst luck. Yeah, um, he is. And he screamed the F word <laughs> when he got I didn't hit by it. the pitch. I heard it. I heard it. It, it was, was so loud. Should have got banned. Before, if you really, you know, that's the type of language that gets you banned that, from, you know, our sport. That's just a race thing. Because he, he's white. That's why he didn't get thrown out. I think that's probably it. But, you know, but we don't white privilege. Yep. Yeah. But, um, you know, you want to get technical, probably should have been banned. But I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to go there. Uh, tough break for him. Uh, from what I understand, he's in a, he broke his hand. He's in a hard cast, and they're hoping that he can be back for the LSU series. I saw that on Twitter today, but um, that that concerns me more than any. At this point, if a pitcher goes down, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, how many? Unless Pilkington goes down, but that if another pitcher goes down, you know, I obviously I don't want to see anyone get hurt, and I you know care about them. As people, and you know, don't want them to be injured. But at this point, it's just like it can't hurt the team any worse. You know, we just keep finding ways to win despite having five pitchers on the team. But when your second baseman, who's it, our identity has been offensively, Noah. Mm-hmm. So when your second baseman, who's batting three thirty, um, you know, goes down, that's what that's when I get scared. Is because you know when you're Pitching's already a lot. Your liability, you're relying on your offense to win you games, and so when you have a guy like that get hurt, it scares me a little bit. But I ain't scared. I've already just Harrison Bragg hit the ball really well this weekend. It was good to see. He had a big two strike home run in that second game where he ended up getting routed. Yeah, but it was big at the time, and I, I just when he hits a who who's the DH McNamee and Bansall they alternate. Yeah. So no why, feel. <laughs> so why? I don't know. I, now we can't do it. I don't guess. But just have Bragg DH and 
Well, now we can't do it. So never mind. That. that was. We'll but, cut uh, that. That was a terrible, yeah. terrible thought. But when when Brad gets a home run, it's gone. It's, there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. You know as soon as it was bad, it's gone. Rooker's still good. Rooker's pretty good. He's pretty pretty good. He, I'm not even going to call him a player at this point because that's not what he is. Mm-mm. He's a robot. He's just a machine. He's got to be on steroids <laughs> or be, he's using a cork bat. One of the two. Or he can just be... What did they used to do back in the day? Steroids and cork bat. I think that's what I was going to say. You already said it. So, that's good. I'm out of it. Yeah, you were like trying to get me all into it before, and now you're sucking. But we got Texas A&M this weekend. Don't like that. Ben, I don't like going to their place. It's one of the best, you know, from what I understand. I've never played there. And it's named after an ice cream brand. It's Bluebell Park. How sick is that? That's pretty sick. I wonder if they get one under scrutiny when they had that, uh, that, that callback. Yeah, that, I wonder if they had to think about changing the name of the park. They had to change it for during that callback. They had to change it to, like, Great Value Park or uh, ben, and ben and Jerry's Park. Yeah. That's what I just. That's what I heard. I don't know that for sure. But, I wonder if they have like different flavor nights. Like they have the old cookies and cream, the old butter pecan, old black praline. Or they just stick to just stick to selling regular ice cream. I don't know. But I tell you this: their ice cream is not better than Mississippi State ice Mm-mm. cream, and they definitely don't sell cheese. Mm-mm. So, hey, did you know the cheese store sells multiple things? Yeah, like not like just cheese, like hams and, and meats. meats. Yeah, <laughs> uh, ice cream, milk, boiled ice cream. peanuts. It's, it's incredible but, place. I'm bad. I might go by there. <laughs> just get a get a gallon of milk and some nuts. Yep, they do. But, they have cheap pork chops too. Let's get back to baseball. <laughs> All right, so it's one of the toughest places to play. Um, they've been kind of an up-and-down team this year. They smoked us last year. But um, at our place, Super Bowl all weekend, that was, but they were the best team in the country that weekend. That, they, that was the best hitting baseball team I've ever seen. Like when they got up to play, they was were getting hit dude every time. still there from last year that was up there with Jake for the batting title? What was his name? He had a weird name. Oh, I remember that guy. I don't know. I don't know if he's still there. He had a funny name. Um, I'm going to go look at why you you talk. You This is it's getting to where I just have to talk the whole time while you sit on your phone is what I, this is becoming. That, that's what the show is. But um, Texas A&M baseball. It's going to be a tough weekend. If you're going to do that, you can't talk while I'm talking. You can't like mouth what you're typing while I'm trying to talk. Like you're doing right now. He's not on the team anymore. Um, Going to be, you know, every weekend in the SEC is tough, but this one scares me a little bit. Hopefully, though, we bounce back, um, figure it out on the mound, and we come away with at least two wins. It would be it would be huge if we could get two wins this weekend. Update, do not see the guy that I thought. I don't think. All right, you want to come back to the show now? Yeah. They do have a guy named Turner Larkins, who I swear I've heard that name before. Texas A&M is good. Tough place to play. Ice cream is a huge factor. Prediction? What's your prediction there? Predict, predicting that we take two of three. Pilkington gets the W. And uh, we get the W on Saturday. And then take an L on Sunday. I think we're going to win one. 
I don't know which game, but I think we're going to win one. I just I got a lot of confidence in Pilkington right now. The way he's throwing, he looks like he looks like a first round pick next year. But like he's been really impressive. God forbid he gets injured. The pride of East Central East Central High School, Hurley, Mississippi. Yep, it actually says that he's from a different town, man. Like, <clears throat> never, I don't, I don't know. The, that's just yeah, that's useful smart. information. Yeah, you're welcome. Moving on. Uh oh. Since um, we don't know. You know, we gave our predictions for the weekend. There's one specific company that we like to call. They're called OEC. And they give us great insight on the, you know, whenever we, we're confused, conflicted about who we think is going to win a game or a series, we'll just give them a call. And uh, that's what we're about to do here. We're, we're going to call OEC and get their prediction. Keep in mind, they're very cryptic with their answers, so we're going to have to decipher it. It's like the Da Vinci Baby. Code. Hey, I just wanted to get your prediction on the Mississippi State Texas A and M baseball series. Do you think Mississippi State's going to win? Okay. Well, so you want to play the order or? Um, no, I don't think so. I just wanted to get your opinion, but thanks. Hold on, just a minute. All right. I don't have time to hold. So okay, that was very cryptic. Very cryptic. So let's take take her take a, the listeners through what she said. All right. So she said, "This is OEC. We're a restaurant. Which we're eating the do you eat at a restaurant? Mm-hmm. I asked her if Mississippi State's going to win. She said, "This is OEC. This is a restaurant. Um, can't spell Canazero without OEC. Even though he doesn't and have OEC it. can mean O explicit." Crazy. No. Nope. Yes. Nope. nope. And so, at a restaurant, you eat, you eat. and we so eat. the dogs are finna eat. Finna eat, yeah. So I guess that's a good sign. She asked if we wanted to place an order. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a tough one. Yeah. I guess she's talking about there's going to be a new face in mm-hmm. the batting order. Yes. And it's going to make a huge impact mm-hmm. on the series. So. So, like I said, they really are. They're they're not allowed to give that specific mm-hmm. of information, so that they have to like give us. In, mm-hmm. uh, they're answering a code in order for us to decipher. But I think we figured it out. Dog finna eat new face in the lineup. I like it. Which, Good stuff. Harrison Bragg could be that new face they're talking about. They could just be a week late, you know, because they're busy. It was a big weekend for OEC, so I still think they know what's going on. They just don't want to be. Like you said, they they want to be cryptic with it. Right. So dog finna eat new face in order. That was I love getting their insight. It's a different different insight. Different but, it's, but it's right. Right. It's right. Always right. They, I don't think never, they've ever been wrong. Ever been wrong? We called them one time and we asked them a question. They straight up told us that. Mm-hmm. And they were correct. And they were right. <laughs> so so uh, let's move on to the new faces in the Hell State family. Uh, MSU basketball hired a new strength coach. His mm-hmm. name is Colin Crane. Crane. Yes, he is from UT Chattanooga. No way. Yeah. 
He's we so we actually hired a guy from UT Chattanooga. Yes. Um. Let's see. Beating them out in the coaching trail. He is a firm trail. believer in video strength and diet analysis. So he's a numbers guy. Sabermetrics. Trying to figure out some more stuff with him. He uh. He was a actually a serves assistant strength and conditioning coach with uh, University of Florida. Wow. That's pretty dope. Bob Carscadden says he's an experienced hire, so if you want to take Bob's word for it, then he's got a lot of experience. He is good friends with Chandler Parsons, and his phone number is 423-425-5659. So if you ever need to get a hold of Colin, yep. get on a diet or a workout plan, I'm sure he'd be glad to help. Mm-hmm. You want to give that number one more time? Yes. You want to call him? <laughs> Let's call him. I got it right here. You want it? Yeah, let's do it. This is his, probably his work number. Dude, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared, too. Hang up. Let's just see who answers. I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm sorry. Extension 5. Oh, that's the office. Uh, that's not well, that was, that was our strength and conditioning talk. That was actually him, that answer. Colin Crane. But I just saw some that was very... Oh, he's a four-year starter and three-time captain of Carson Newman School. They renamed the captain award to the Colin Crane Leadership Award. So he's got a he's got a thing got named a after Legacy. So yeah. I, Sounds like he's the Houston Smith of his high school. Sounds like it. He's also married to Courtney Lawson, so we need to go talk to her. Looks like a nice guy. Yeah. But welcome, Colin. Yeah, congratulations. If you ever want to come discuss your leadership award and talk to talk about your wife, Courtney. Sounds like he just got a participation award. <laughs> he but. was. He sounded like he was good. I don't know. And he's friends with Bradley Bill, too. That's another thing in there. So All the guys who play at Florida, he's friends with. Yeah. Besties. And made it to the NBA. Yep. Smart guy. That's what that's what we need to do. We need to go find NBA players and just become best friends with them. Um we also got a couple new football commits on the uh, on the gridiron. We got Jet Johnson, the mm-hmm. linebacker from Tupelo, white guy. Love Not it. Not that that matters. No. And uh we got Marcus Murphy from West Point. Who just oh, can't make up his mind. He can't keeps changing his mind. He's a black guy. So uh <laughs> A lot of diversity. A lot of diversity. You know, no no racism amongst our coaching staff. You know, this is what MLK died for. (laughs) So, uh, it's good to see that. But Judd Johnson, who didn't, never heard of him until about three months ago when he shot into the recruiting world. And, you know, he's got offers from Ole Miss, Southern Miss, a bunch of other, like, you know, Rice, Temple, or not Temple, Tulsa, stuff like that. But he's supposed to be very, very good. Very, like a great competitor. I saw something. Sounds like the next know. Richie Brown. Yeah. Um, they, somebody compared him to, a, which I don't know, i got to go find the article, to, to Gardner. Like the way that he like acts, the way he's like a leader. He's like, I don't know if that's just because they're white and go, let's go to a public school. But compared him to Gardner Minshew, so, which is really weird to me. So from the way you're describing Jet Johnson, it sounds like he's – Great leader. Uh, he's really gritty. Mm-hmm. High football IQ. Um, you know, kind of surprisingly athletic. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and just does all the little things to make himself yes. a good player. Would you say he's gritty? No, he's very gritty. Okay. Um, you know, always do putting in the extra work after practice. Okay. Uh, comes from a good family. You know, all, all the typical, you know, everything. So, uh, Marcus Murphy's fast. Yeah. <laughs> good to have those two guys on board. But Marcus Murphy Marcus is a Murphy's stud. A, the truth. He's, he's got a bunch of big time offers. Yeah, he's he's not just a Temple Southern Miss no. Tulsa guy. No, he he's got he's got them all. Which he's running back. He's a, he's a program changer at West Point, and I've heard that he'll probably play defense at State, which I hate doing that. Guys that are so, I mean, I guess that they got to if we had to, but guys that are so like good on the offensive side of the ball and so good with the ball in their hands and then just move them to defense where they don't touch the ball. Well, that was the genius of Sylvester Croom. We yes. got Derek Pegues, moved him to safety mm-hmm. to where he could never touch the ball. But the he was time. also one of the greatest safeties in Mississippi State history. Yeah, but he would have been one of the greatest running backs slash mm-hmm. slot receivers in Mississippi State history yeah. too if we put him on that side of the ball. Hey, we could have put him at quarterback because <laughs> we had literally so, was that Michael Hennig? One-eyed Joe playing That was Hennig, Carroll. Michael Hennig may have broken the record for most collarbones broken in a career. Him and Tony Romo right up there. <laughs> um, you know how Romo got dacked? Uh-huh. Hennig got Carroll. <laughs> got Wesley. But, uh, Wesley Carroll's hair flowing in the wind. was He was a... Best quarterback I'd ever seen at that point. That's how. That's kind of. I sad. thought we had Joe Montana back there when he was completing at least six passes a game. He'd go six for thirteen for 127 yards, <laughs> and we were like, you know, just thought it was incredible. And we had Adam Carlson on that team. <laughs> he was the greatest kicker, greatest of all kicker time. ever. Hey, by the way, talking about those guys over there at Heldero Pod, they talk noise about us, so we are not promoting them anymore. Did they? They are terrible. Y'all were the worst podcast in the history of podcasts. Hmm. Sorry, we had to throw that in there, but yep, you well. are. But no, anyway, that by the lines don't lose sleep over the opinion of sheep. <laughs> Going back to that team with Wesley Carroll on them, I don't know about you, but I felt like we won a hundred games that year because that was the first time we've ever won over like three in my yeah. lifetime. It was like it was awesome, and then we went and just. On Central Florida, down in the Liberty Bowl. Liberty Bowl. That was the worst game of all time. I was. I remember that game. It was two degrees. That was. They had the nation's leading rusher on that team, and uh, we scored. There was thirteen whole points scored in that game. That was awful. Fun, fun fun times. Yes. We thought we were like (laughs) national champions. Yeah. We we didn't know. We thought it was the best thing ever. There was like, oh. I really do remember thinking we won like 20 games that year. And I just, every week we were playing, I just felt like we were winning. And that was the same year we played at Kentucky. And Derek Pegues or somebody hit that big quarterback they had like three steps from being out of bounds. And they called a late hit out of bounds. And I almost lost my mind. He literally was not close to the sidelines and he got hit. And they called a late hit out of bounds. Anyway, we just totally went off on... We do that from time to time. But we have one last segment for you before we close things out. So, hey, bro, where'd you poop this week? And Which, it comes it's from... It's not us this time. It comes from our good friend of the show, Lewis. Is he our best friend of the show? He got... He, I think he is at this point. Okay. Um, so, shout out to Lewis. Shout out Lewis. He pooped his pants at work today. He did. And had to go home. He tweeted it at us. Mm-hmm. Which was super nasty, to yeah, be honest with you, Yeah, I wouldn't have Lewis. wanted people to know that. I definitely wouldn't have tweeted it. Maybe in a group message, texting environment. Not on Twitter, Lewis, but again, saying that, I'm also saying I respect 
you onto a different honesty. level right now. Because if you poop your pants, anyone who poops their pants, that's just yeah. really cool, in my opinion. When was the last time you pooped your pants? I was probably 12. Hmm. No, I wasn't that old. I was probably... So you haven't had like a like a minor I mean, I've like sharded. Sharded, can we say that? We yeah. We can say that, all right. But I've like legitimately pooped in my pants. Like I don't even know how that happens. Like unless yeah. you're just stranded. Yeah, me either. I would have no clue about how that happens. Wink, wink. Do you poop in your pants or something? Oh, Lewis did. No, I mean, yeah, Lewis did, but I have, like, not recently, but, like, I think, like, 10th grade, 9th grade, something like that. I had a, had a major incident. One of our On friends, the side of the road. One of our friends pooped in his pants during the middle of a baseball game. An old not name who that is, but <laughs> yeah. he did. Yeah, we're not going to name that. What? Because we respect him. We respect him. But that was pretty funny. Ran off the field crying. <laughs> Because he had pooped in his pants. <laughs> he was like 19. No, he was like 10. But Same thing. I guess it happens, Lewis. And like I said before, don't know why you told us that. But I respect the heck out of you. And I appreciate it. And I'm glad. I hope you threw away whatever you were wearing. Don't even try to wash it's it. It's good for content. Just it hang was. it up in your house. Just like get a, yeah, get a, a glass. Get an aquarium form or something. Just hang it up. It. Hey, send it to uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> That's a good idea. This is friend of the show, Lewis's crap-filled underwear. God, Lewis, I hope I'm you're wearing whitey tighties. You should auction it off on Twitter. Yes, Take a Lewis. picture of it and auction it. But blur out the poop stuff because yeah. you don't no want that on. To see that. Yeah, so just blur keep it out where you can still see the, the the color change, but I don't want to see like the actual content. The, like if yes. there's corn in it, nobody wants to see that. Dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I was younger, like last week. Sometimes I swallow corn whole on purpose so I can look for it in the upcoming weeks. All right, that's it. <laughs> this that was in the doghouse. So